What's up, Wrestle fans? You're listening to Week 12 of the Wednesday Night War podcast. My prerogative. What's up, Warheads? Week 12, Wednesday Night War podcast. I'm DJ. I'm here with Brett. Hey, I have a question for you real yes. quick before we, before we get into this. Okay. You remember that time when we met Danzig? I do, yeah. It was just yeah. a couple days ago. Yeah, it was real cool. You remember that? It was really cool. Uh, we can tie it back to the podcast, too. Kind of. I'm intrigued to see that, how you're going to well, do that. We watched his movie, and his movie was co-starring one Mr. Sean Waltman. That is true. See? Everything, wrestling. Everything, well, blue, you know, Blue Demon and shit. Blue Demon and shit, absolutely. That's my guy. Love me some Glenn. So yeah, we met Glenn Danzig. It was a great fun time. It was awesome. But let's talk wrestling, Brett. Yeah? Yeah, let's talk wrestling. What kind of wrestling? Hump Day Retina. <laughs> Wednesday Night Wars, Brett. Wednesday Wrestling. AEW and NXT. That's what we do here. Okay. I think everybody knows that. I hope. Maybe. Um, do you really want to get into this week's uh, episode? No, I don't at all. <laughs> um, a little preview of what we're going to talk about. I'm in a mood. Uh, I'm going to be in a mood. You're not in the, the holiday, like the festival no, season no, now? No, I, I mean, I... You're just a Scrooge? I'm I'm not a Scrooge. I'm not going to ruin anybody else's time. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe yours, because you have to talk to me, but... I mean, build yourself up, dude. AEW put me in a mood, man. I could tell last night when you were texting me, I was just like, yeah, he's not having this. No, AEW put me in a mood. I forgot to watch Dark, so I haven't finished Dark. We're still going to talk about it, but I forgot that I didn't get to watch the two matches I wanted to watch. How dare you? And then I just finished NXT today. A few hours ago, because AEW put me in such a mood that I just went to bed. Boy, my shoulders are sore today from carrying the weight of this. It's true. It's true. But I want to talk about a piece of news first. All right. What do you want to talk about? AEW put out, I mean, the Jacksons put out, that big congratulations, they sold 100,000 tickets in 2019. (sighs) Yep. I'm going to get out my calculator here, Brad. I'm going to ask you for some numbers. Okay. This is week 12, right? This is week 12. All right. And let's see, they had... So, they've had 12 AEW shows. Dynamite. How many How many pay-per-views? Three? Full year. Yeah. Fight for the Fallen. Yeah. Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing. Was that this year? I think, yeah. Okay. And uh, All Out? And All Out. So, that's four. Okay. Okay. So, that's 16 shows. 16, yes. In 2019. Yes. And that's what the tweet said. In 2019, we've sold 100,000 tickets. Yes. I'm going to do a little math here on my calculator. All right. You ready for it? Let's let's talk math. 100,000. That looks like 100,000 to you. It sure does, and it definitely looks like it to the people listening right and now I'm, as well. I know, and I'm going to divide that by 16, because we said it's 16, 16. right? 16 shows. Uh, that's 6,250 6, people average. That is. I mean, that's not even... WWE house show numbers. Um, it's close. It's probably close because I looked at that too. Those numbers have dipped recently, but they're still around the seven thousand mark. Yeah, house shows are, are tough. Yeah. Um, I you know what I'm wondering like too. I don't know if they're are they factoring in like the future dynamites that have been on sale. You know, who knows? Yeah, benefit of the doubt. Well, it would have included. Just or no, this week was yeah. would have been the last one. Yeah. Benefit of the doubt, these are the ones that have that they sold this year for this year's shows. Yeah, six thousand. Now, when you look at it a different way, the pay per view sold 
they're, they're, those are, those arenas were full. Oh yeah, right. And then usually so, pay per views are. So that means that they're the dynamites are getting even less. Probably if I took you know a thousand off the top to add to each pay per view, they're 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 five thousand. Yeah, well, when you watch the show, you could definitely see, yeah. and we'll talk about and this. And it's not, I'm not trying to drag them down. I mean, I am, because believe me, the, I was miserable this week after watching their show. <laughs> that's not the purpose of this show. We've said it a bunch. I want good wrestling, and that's what makes me mad. I'm not purposely out here targeting AEW, no matter what some people might think of me. I'm not, not going to purposefully target them. Um, but when they put, on a, put out a bad product and a disappointing product... I'm going to be pissed because I want two good wrestling shows. I want an alternative, right? Yeah. I like NXT. I don't watch Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, I cherry and pick now. They can say as much as they want that they're not in competition and that their numbers are good, but this company wanted to do Raw numbers. They didn't want to do NXT numbers. No. They wanted to do Raw and SmackDown numbers. Of course. Numbers, right? That's what they did. And who doesn't? That's exactly. the goal. And that's what they expected. But with the product that they're putting out, which we're going to talk about in a second, they're never going to get there. No, they and, they need to switch some yeah. shit up quick. And I know we had talked next week. There's only one show to cover because apparently NXT is doing a show. Yeah, which um, was news to me. And I was going to save that for some bold predictions. But at the end of this show, remind me, I have a bold prediction. Okay. You. That will be my twenty. We'll talk. We'll, we'll do get a proper segment next week. Okay. But this is on my mind now. I don't want to skip. I don't want somebody to steal my bold prediction. So at the end of this show, maybe you know at the end of the AEW segment. Wow, we're just you come we're back hitting it to hard, me. aren't we? You come back to me with my bold prediction for 2020. I'm, I'm here AEW. for you. All right. All right. Well. Let's get into the show. Let's talk about Dark. There's no other news, right? Not that I know of. No. Not that okay. I... Nothing relevant, not, No, really. not that I remember. Right. Um, I Honestly, I feel like I need to start writing shit yeah. down because our weeks, I mean, yeah. we both were full-time job. You know, yeah, like, it's, it's just... Yeah. This, I mean, literally, and, this and is just the, and the way with, about Yeah, the way with wrestling, it just, the news cycle is so fast. Yeah. And then there was news, Cole Cabana in AEW, but we'll talk about that next week because he was on Dark, but yeah. it did make the internet. Cole Cabana left NWA, he's in AEW. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, well, he left Ring of Honor. Wait, he was in NWA? He's still in NWA. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I don't know if it was just like, he was just doing an mm. appearance on that. I mean, the Rock and Rolls did it too, so he's just doing the Rock and Roll loop. Maybe. All right, well. Anything that gets you away from Ring of Honor at this point. I guess so. But let's not talk about Ring of Honor anymore because then I'll, this will turn into a whole different, Yeah. this will turn into Brett's depression. Well. So let's talk about AEW Dark. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, First thing that we had, one Miss Vicky Guerrero on commentary. Excuse me? A little bit louder. No, I'm not going to do it. This is so stupid. So she comes out. uh, Cool. Let's see what we get. I'll tell you what bothered me about uh, the dark's already going to start on me. There's a reason why I didn't finish. Listen, I'm ready for it. Here's Uh, what I'll tell you. I'm in the middle of an allergy attack, so I'm probably going to be sniffling. I apologize. Yeah, your eyes look like you just got off Snoop Dogg's tour bus. Oh yeah. So here's the thing about Vicky Guerrero. What do all these AEW fans say they don't want? What do they What do they shout down about being terrible? They don't want WWE. They don't want WWE, right? Vicky fucking Guerrero got a standing ovation. She did. I don't have a problem with Vicky Guerrero. No, no, She's entertaining at times. But this is a company, this is a fan base that's like, AEW is trash. WWE is trash. We're doing this. We're, we want the alternative. We'll show them what it's like to be a real wrestling company. And Vicky Guerrero comes out, and they're like, oh my god, it's Vicky Guerrero. This is the craziest thing in the world. Why would you want Vicky Guerrero? 
Yeah. Vicky Guerrero, for, whether she was entertaining or not, came from was probably the worst era of WWE. Definitely a forgettable era. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, not the worst. But the, yeah, forgettable. It's it, Yeah, forgettable. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, it made sense with, like, Arn and Dustin. Because, like, they have That's ties fine. back to yeah. WCW, yep. NWA days. Like, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. But yeah. I, I get where you're coming yeah. from. I wonder what kind of pop Judy Bagwell would get. <sighs> wow. That's two weeks in a row we've talked about Judy it Bagwell. Is. Yikes. Right. First matchup. Okay. We have SCU, which is, uh, what, Kaz and Scorpio Sky, mm-hmm. going up against Private Party. Yep. Um, I feel like Private Party got the push to the back of the line. I'll tell you what, yes, definitely. Because SCU won, mm-hmm. which was, uh, you know. Yeah. It was, it existed. It, it just, uh, it, it was, I mean, it. I'm not going to say like, holy shit, it was awesome, but it was good. Oh, I hated it. You hated it. I hated it. Oh, man. You're going to hear those words a lot. I, I mean, tonight. I'm about it. I was let's, in a mood. Let's go, dude. I was in a mood and AEW didn't help. Uh, I mean, I just hated it. Yeah. I just, uh, I mean, the only funny thing about it is that, uh, I don't know if it was, whoever was on commentary, it, was like, I mean, it must have been Excalibur, right? Because Excalibur and Vicky. Yeah. Um, saying about how uh, AEW is all about the youth. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all about the youth. Yeah. The combined age of the of your tag team champions is two hundred and twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I understand they were talking about private party, but they're they're literally wrestling the oldest men in the wrestling industry right now. Yeah, they're up there. I mean, they could still go. Sure, but no, they're, that's but not, they're that's up not a there. thing on their talent. They are still very good. Yeah, but like they're they're old men. Um, but here's my problem: is that I don't know if it's bad influence or if they're getting overexposed. Um, and this is another thing I'm going to mention a whole bunch, but private party can't wrestle. Yeah. I, I love, I thought they could, they had impressed me a few times, but this match was a young buck style spot match. You know, and I do think that, and I'm going to, well, I'll, I'll get into that's either I'll go. I'll have a little rant during dynamite, but, um, I get what you're saying. I think you have too many teams that wrestled the same. Yes. So I get what you're that saying. That style is getting overexposed. The individual wrestlers are getting overexposed in that style. So it's either private party know how to wrestle, and they've been influenced to go to that young buck style because it's over with that crowd. Yeah, it's or they can't or or they've actually managed to just let their opponents make them look better, and they can't wrestle, and this is what they can do. I think it's more so. Um, about the Buck style. Yeah, it's terrible influence. Yeah. And and that's, you know, that's what makes this specific yes. crowd pop. Yes. Uh, real quick, we had somebody break down the uh, rankings on the women's division, which I'll get into mm-hmm. about this. That was DDP's daughter. Really? Yeah. Okay. I saw, I saw it on Twitter. They're like, oh, yeah, that's DDP's daughter. I'm like, all right. damn, all right. Sure. Uh, next, we have Janella. He joined commentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Britt Baker. Yep. Going up against Machiko. 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 Um, squash. You knew Baker was going to win. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Yeah, Britt's terrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I just don't. No, get, she's bad. I don't get it. And I, it, it, they definitely bailed on her already. Like she's no, yeah. I mean, she was number one she contender was getting, again, though. But and, and, and that, mean, that's just, what I'm going to get into because there's a lot yeah. of weird yeah. shit going on. And again, I think it's. They don't know what they're doing right no. now. 
Uh, next match, Chris Statlander going up against B. Priestley. I was excited for this. Me too, and I didn't watch it because I'm lazy shit. I mean, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, who do you think won? I mean, Statlander won. Of course. Uh, it went like She's 10 got minutes. The, rocket, the rocket ship. She got the, yeah. the spaceship, the alien spaceship, if you will. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it was, again, it was good. I thought B looked good. I thought yeah. this was her best match so far. Good. Um, I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, yeah, but. one of the main things that I had a problem with, mm-hmm. um, you know, you had she- Hikaru Shida, mm-hmm. who they've been touting as, like, the number one ranked woman. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, it switched because now Brit- they're saying Britt Baker's the number one. Mm-hmm. But then during commentary, they're like, oh, yeah, Chris Statlander, you know, she's going to be the number one contender. It's like, yeah. get it. To, like, yeah. You got to sit well, down. Like, literally, sit down and do it old, plan, old Vince style. Plan this shit Write out. it out on yeah. a notebook. Yes. Book the next six months. Yeah. I get it. Shit happens. Injuries, availability, whatever. So what, that's you you got to sit down, though. Yeah. And, like, because they're just – and, and I think I said it before. It's just – uh, who's the hot flavor? Yeah. Like right now, it's mm-hmm. Statlander. And hey, I like Statlander a lot. Yeah. But now Sheeta yeah. just well, gets and pushed to the back. Last Friday, when they put out the the women's rankings, I retweeted it because Sheeta was still number one. Yeah. She lost, but she was still number one. And, and I was like, like, this makes no sense, but yeah. I'm not complaining because she's great. Yeah. And then on this show, they're like, they completely changed it. Yeah. Um, and I get it. Sheeta's back in Japan. She's working shows over there. But they she's over here her... every week, though. Yeah, she AW, always comes back. You know? So. I don't know if they're afraid to pull the trigger because of what she's doing in Japan. I have no idea. Um, but clearly they like Statlander. She's the shiny new toy. And, and again, like, I'm about it because I do like Statlander. Yeah. But, you know, Sheeta getting the, the uh, collateral damage from them just falling in love with Statlander mm-hmm. kind of sucks. Yeah. Because I like her a lot. It weakens the division. Yeah, I do, I do like her a lot. Yeah. Um, main event time. Mm-hmm. You have the Bastard Pack mm-hmm. and uh, TH2 mm-hmm. going up against the best friends in Orange Goddamn Cassidy. Yep. Let me tell you what. You didn't watch this. I saw the clip of the little exchange with him and Pack. It, uh, wow. Yeah. yeah, when OC got the tag, oh yeah, the crowd exploded. Like even Janela was on commentary, and he just goes, "Jesus Christ!" Yeah. <laughs> he goes, "This sounds like when Ricky tagged in Robert yeah. back in the which 80s. is which is a good good thing you put this on dark. And that was that's what I was going to talk about, especially during Dynamite, because yeah. some of the shit that's on TV, I'm just like, oh, get it off my TV. Mm-hmm. Put OC like he is one of one of the top. Four or five yep. over people put, in that company. Put pack with the Wild Hearts. Yeah. And have them on this match on the main show. It's show of the night. It's biggest crowd reaction they have. Absolutely. They put it on dark. The crowd goes huge. Yeah. And then they're dead. Yeah. And and the thing was, this was like the first time you got to see OC yeah. bust out a little something. You know, he mm-hmm. did that cool like DDT. Yeah. I don't know. Tilt the World DDT, I guess we'll say. Sure. Uh, but he did like his normal stuff and the crowd just yeah. ate it up. Um, also... Boy, was Ricky Guerrero horny on the commentary. Yeah, she was. I think she was hanging out with JR a little yeah, bit. Yeah, private, par- private party. She just kept talking about the leopard stripes, which was interesting. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, she was like, yeah. yeah, it was weird. Main event was good, though. I liked it yeah, a lot. I'm going to um, go back and watch it. I really did want to. Um, I, I just I'll I fell sp- asleep. Should I spoil who won? Yeah, I don't care. Okay. Pack and... Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they won. So, that is the end of Dark. Mm-hmm. Let's get into Dynamite. Yes, let's. 
<laughs> You're funny. Um, we kicked the show off. We already have Lucha Brothers and um, going up against Omega and Adam Page, and it's standing in the ring. Mm-hmm. No entrances, no nothing. We just get right into it. Nope. This match went about 18 minutes. Mm-hmm. Lucha Brothers got the win over Omega and Page. Mm-hmm. I'll say this, and then the floor is yours. Okay. Lucha Brothers' offense was fucking fantastic. Again, mm-hmm. I thought they are just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that they're teasing the whole Page is no longer the, in the elite. Is he going to... Like, they page a little afterwards, like, he's yelling at Omega. Um, I want to touch on one thing, and you're, like, jonesing to get <laughs> to talk right now. Um, I... I thought about like what you said last week about Omega mm-hmm. just being like any other guy. This week I felt, yeah, he's any other guy. Mm-hmm. It sucks. All that like mystique and goodwill that he built up in Japan, I feel like it's just completely gone. Mm-hmm. It sucks because I, I really dug him in New Japan. I thought he was fantastic. Mm-hmm. One of the best that going. And now like... He's eating pins on random Wednesday nights. I get it. Like, you want to build people up. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason why Paige couldn't have taken the pin here. I agree. There's no reason why Paige couldn't have taken the pin and got up and been frustrated with Omega afterwards. Like, there, there's no reason why, like, Omega doesn't need to take that. No. He, he, yeah. It, I Honestly, it sucks. I just feel like he's any other guy now. And it really bums me out. The floor is yours, sir. I hated this. Hated it. And I'll tell you why. So, I mean, I like the Lucha Brothers. They do some crazy stuff. Uh, I could do without the... The cowboy shit. Sierra Mierda, whatever. I don't know. Whatever. whatever, Sierra Mierda? Whatever. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Listen... So, I can do without that back and forth with the pushing each other's faces kind of thing. But whatever. That's fine. Minor complaint, right? Um, here's the thing about Kenny Omega that I, that I realized even further in this match. When you wrestle Kenny Omega, you have to wrestle Kenny Omega's match. And they're the same. Right? And the problem with that, he's been having this match for years. The problem with that is in this country and other places in the world... How many times did we see him? How frequently did we see him in Japan? Once a month? A yeah. A couple times? Yeah. Well, he, sure as hell wasn't weekly. No, God, no. The only time it was weekly was the G1. That was it. Right? He's had matches every week. He's been on every show, either Dark or Dynamite. He's just like, he has like the stats, like 15, 14, 15 matches so far. Yeah, it's something crazy He's on crazy the pay-per-views, like right? Every match is the same. And whoever he's wrestling has to wrestle his match. They don't get to do a lot of their own stuff. Lucha Brothers got their stuff in, but you got to take the knee. Somebody's taking a Snapdragon. Like, nothing changes. The order is the same. He walks through that match like he knows what it's going to be, and it's his match and his match only. And I hate it. It's because he's getting overexposed. He's getting exposed for what he is because now we see him weekly. He had the benefit of wrestling super talented workers. You get in the ring with Tanahashi and have a bad match. I agree with that. Get Get in the ring with Naito and have a bad match. Now, he's forced to come out weekly and have matches. It's not working anymore. The veil's coming off. People are starting to see it. 
doesn't mean he's not a talented wrestler. I think he doesn't realize. I think he doesn't realize what he's doing. He doesn't realize that he just has this match that he comes out and does. You know, I think he's maybe too far up his own ass or being encouraged by the wrong people. Um, but he needs to he needs to shake things up. He's not innovating anymore. He's not changing anything about his offense or his matches. The other thing about this, and you can, if you want to rebut or answer anytime, jump right in, my friend. I will say one thing. One thing. Okay. Um, I, I know you said about like the order of the moves and mm-hmm. everything, and like I think about it, and I th- for some reason in my head popped like Bret Hart because mm-hmm. you knew what was coming. Sure. Russian leg sweep, elbow off the middle rope, like mm-hmm. backbreaker. His didn't change a lot either. No. But I do agree with one thing. He also didn't wrestle every week. So there's my there's my point, but there's my I, – I, I get where you're coming from. Game. And, and, I, and I agree completely with you. And we talked about it earlier. We'll talk about it here. TV versus indie shows versus whatever. Weekly television, a different kind of wrestling. It's a whole different beast. So the other thing. This hang- hangman's turn, right? His slow burn, brother. Sometimes he's mad at Kenny. Other times they're double high five and for cooling up, pulling off a cool move in the match. And it's weird too, because like even like he did it, but then he was like mad at himself yeah. that he did it. Yes, just super weird, not consistent, back and forth, much like a lot of his selling, inconsistent, all over the place. It's a big problem for me, hangman. Is another one who is in over his head right now. He, I yeah. The, again, all all of this could very easily come down to having an agent, a good team of agents backstage to help these kids. He's young. Hangman's a young dude. Yeah, he is. He's young. And again, he's enabled by these guys like the Bucks, who tell everybody they're the best, that we're the best because we are the best. Yeah. You know, we're the best because what we do is the best. Well, you're not. You, they clearly AEW doesn't listen to their crowd. If they listened to the crowd, the end of this show wouldn't have happened. Oh, God. That's later. Yeah. So, the other thing. This is, a, this is an overall complaint. It's been festering in me for a while. Um, it's, it's, it's more of a, what is Hangman going to do? Because when I look at Hangman, we've talked about it. He's had some matches that impressed me. They compared him to Barry Windham, and I'm like, don't you dare. But I said, <laughs> he could get there. He very easily could develop into that kind of wrestler. You could see that, like, he obviously he's talented. He's got a good look. He's got good size. He has talent, right? He just needs to develop. The buckshot lariat. Yeah, it's just... It a, makes zero sense. It's just a... Again, and it's a move to... that. We're doing it because it looks cool. The flip adds nothing to that. No. His flip into the ring before the lariat adds nothing. Particularly when he's doing... A lariat every other move in the match anyway. Yeah. So, like, Stan Hansen wasn't throwing Western lariats a minute and a half into the match. You know, like, he's throwing this lariat. He's throwing discus lariats, regular lariats, and all these other things. And then his finisher's a lariat. And the only difference is that he does a front flip into the ring. Well, that doesn't... It takes away impact. He doesn't have time to, to plant his feet and really lay into that. He's, like, falling forward as he does it. It makes no sense. Yeah. And my problem with it is it's fine now. It looks cool. He's young. What happens when he blows a knee? What, what becomes his finish then when he can't... And maybe I shouldn't be thinking about this stuff. They certainly aren't. And maybe I'm thinking too far ahead of being a cranky wrestling fan because that's the state of <laughs> mind that this show puts. It's where me you're in. at right now. It's where I'm at right now. But, man, what does he do? What changes... 
when he gets old, if he's going to be in this, if he can have a career for another decade or two, he's young. You know, he wrestles to the ripe old age that Chris Jericho's at right now. Ripe. Um, <laughs> what does he do? He, you know, maybe good for him. He can keep that up, but he's a bigger dude. You know, like, yeah, he's a big guy. So like, does he? He just goes back, goes to using a lariat. All right, that's cool. I mean, it's pretty done. A lariat's a cool move. You throw it right, it's great. But now when he does them in the beginning of every match, in the middle of every match, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and I get what you're saying. So it just like it's just it's wearing on me now, and it's it's an overall AEW thing. Um, and admit this probably isn't the right time to bring it up or whatever. And maybe we'll talk about it more later. But like it's an overall AEW thing because we're at the end of the year. This is their last show of the year. They're supposed to set the world on fire. You're supposed to go out with a bang. And even the whole run-up, these last 12 weeks were supposed to set the world on fire. And this one's supposed to be the big, we're taking a week off, come back in two weeks to see us, and this is the show we get. And I'm like, you guys haven't really done any of that. You're just, you're just putting an indie show on TNT and not caring about how TV wrestling works, not caring about commercial breaks, not caring about what looks good and what doesn't, or, or consistently who's over and who's ranked. and who's the, they, don't, they don't care. Because they're all in their own heads. At least the EVPs are in their own heads going, well, we're better. Well, why are you better? Because we are. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, what? What proves it? Well, you know, I'm. we're the Young Bucks. We're the best tag team in the world. Okay, but why? And they just, they don't care. They don't care to prove it. They don't care to go out there and show everyone that they are. They say they are and they expect their fans to believe it and the fans kind of do believe it. That base believes it 100%. Yeah, I mean, they have them. So, you know, and even on their own show, Lucha Brothers, Lucha Brothers best tag team in the world. What are the Young Bucks doing to make themselves better than the Lucha Brothers on their own fucking show? Yeah. Nothing. I agree. So, it's I'm frustrated at AEW because I wanted it to be better. I wanted an alternative. I wanted a show that can actually put up a fight. And this show, I mean, the last bunch of weeks, but this show really sort of ended the year and disappointed the hell out of me. And so, I mean, the rest of the show, every match we talk about, I'm going to have a fucking rant like this because, yeah, man, did it bother me this week. And we're going to talk about it, what happened at the end of the show, and I'll give, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it. Um, after the match, Pac shows up on the screen while Paige and Kenny are arguing, mm. basically says, oh, Kenny must have forgot about me. I'm going to beat the shit out of Michael Nakazawa now. Yeah. Um, you know, Kenny runs off. He gets jumped by Lucha Brothers backstage. Paige shows up and runs them off. It's like, again, it's like, huh, okay. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, cuts to randomly, like, Darby Holland skateboarding around. Yeah. Uh, next matchup, you have Cody and Darby going up against Butcher and the Blade. Mm-hmm. Um, the match itself, I thought it was good. It was good. I like this one. I, I thought um, Butcher <laughs> looked like a powerhouse. Yes. Um, Blade... Well, Blade, you'll know because, uh, oh, I should know his name, but it's right across his ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, shit, dude. Like, you're not yeah. pronouncing, like, Kota Ibushi. Mm-hmm. Like, it's Blade, just JR. Trying, just trying the to word remember Blade. one of the two people in the ring. Like, damn, dude. Um, Cody and Darby got the win. Yes. Uh, <sighs> all right. Here... Why the fuck do you have this team that comes in Mm -hmm. who you're trying to pose them as a huge threat to Cody Mm -hmm. and they lose their second match? Yep. 
What the hell are you doing? They lose to essentially the difference between QT Marshall to Darby Allen. And listen, I mean... That's what makes them lose the match, right? You would think, but Cody's the one who got the pin. Yeah. And it, it just... Oh, my God. I Like, when I saw them take the pin, and listen, it's not just because, like, I'm a fan of those guys. Mm-hmm. It's It just doesn't make sense nope. to me. It, like... It's, you're, you're like, they're, like to me, like all right, they're damaged already. Yeah, you had them lose their second yeah. match. Yeah, but Cody did an Oz cutter. Uh, yeah, I don't get that now. Like watching his tapes, I, I guess so. Um, here's here's the the trail that bothers me about this match. Brandy cuts Allie's hair. Allie brings in her husband and his buddy to enact revenge on Brandy's husband. Well, that's, Which that's what you happen. would think, though, because now, that's remember... That's Well, they put uh, that over on commentary. Originally. And now it's MJF. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. And now MJF did it to punish Cody. Depends on which narrative you want to okay. look at. So now, it's Cody versus MJF by way of the Butcher and the Blade, right? So Cody has a problem with MJF. He's now in a program with the Butcher and the Blade because MJF is bankrolling them. Darby Allen gets involved... And Darby says, I'm going to help you win, but I get my match. So now, Cody has a problem with MJF, the Butcher and the Blade, and that's all getting sidetracked because him and him and Darby are going to happen now. Yeah. How does that make any sense? It, we, and I, it makes sense. It, the way it makes sense is that he's an EVP and he wants to be involved in everything. You know, um, it's so convoluted. Let stuff pay off a little bit. I... Yeah, I have a very simple solution, again, to what could happen last night. Let the EVPs lose? Well, you know what? If you want to protect it or, you know, build mm-hmm. the feud a little bit, have MJF come down and cost Cody the yep. match. Butch and the boy get the win. They're, you know, still Cody showing that they're strong. Yep. Co- it just gives Cody even they're, more of a done. reason. They, like you said, they're done. And, and it, it just... They like, came in, like, they literally, their entrance was, like, busting their way out through the bottom of a wrestling ring. Yeah. And it was, oh, my God. And the crowd didn't know who they were, but that was fine. And, like, it, you know, ill-planned, but fine. Um, and they're supposed to be these bruisers, this, like, this force to come in and, and yeah. act revenge. And the heat's gone. Yeah. They lost. After, like, that last night, I was just like. They didn't lose the Cody and his brother. It wasn't the yeah. Rhodes brothers getting, you know, coming together and it, having that chemistry. It was a put-together was tag random. team tagging for the first time random ever. Random tag team. Yeah. Random tag team of guys who are enemies, who like don't, who are going to wrestle each other again, whose only history in the company is wrestling each other, and like Darby's own. Darby hasn't been on TV in a while, and the only thing anybody can say about him is, well, he went to the draw. Well, you know, what's the point? And, and this like it screams, and I know we're going to go. Well, yeah. I'll go back to it, like what you said before. It screams WWE to me. Yeah. How many times do you see? The makeshift tag team mm-hmm. beat the established tag yep. team. Literally, it happens all the time. Yeah. All the time. And it's been happening mm-hmm. for tw- 20 years. Yep. But even if you wanted to happen, build it a little. Cody lost one match, and he's got his revenge and took all the heat from these guys. Yeah, like they're, yeah. Why, I mean, right off the top of my head right now, have every week Cody get a different person to tag with him and lose and lose and lose until he figures out how to beat the Butcher and the Blade. You know, instead you just do a week to back to back weeks and it's done. And MJF didn't really come out this week or anything, right? Was no, it? he wasn't on the show. So there's nothing. Well, and that's what I was just like. 
Okay, even if MJF doesn't cuss. It just kills the butcher. Even if MJF doesn't cuss. Like, just have Wardlow come out, Mm -hmm. murder him with a clothesline on the outside, roll him in, hit your finish, and that's it. Yep. It makes sense. It builds. Nothing but buries the butcher in the blade. You can still do Cody Darby on January 1st. Sure. That's fine because the whole thing was. Not if we win, it's, oh, if I prove myself. Yep. It's like, uh, Cody, okay, yeah, you did. Yeah. Let's have the match. Like Exactly. It, it, I feel like the shit is so simple, mm-hmm. and it's just either you don't nope. care or you're just, you want to stroke your you stroke yourself off. That's that's the way I look at it's gotta it. Got to be something. <laughs> uh, up next, we got a little Jungle Boy training video. The, the coffin drop is still really cool. Oh, though. it's it's dope. Yeah. So it's the best theme song in that company. Yeah. Um, Jungle Boy training video. I thought it was kind of cool with, like, the AEW had made me fast forward through a training montage. Oh man, did they really? Yeah, I thought it was cool. He was talking about his dad. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Awesome Kong mm-hmm. squash. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know who she wrestled. Uh, uh, Miranda Alizea. Sure. So here I got before you jump past this match. One Awesome Kong build is from Japan. Isn't she always though? Is she? I, I, don't know. I, I think she? so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. Um, it was a squash. And uh, so, you know, the, the rumor about Awesome Kong is that the reason why you're not seeing her or anything is because she's, she's a little worn down. Yeah. You know, she beat up. Sure, she's of course. on the road for a while. She's a vet. Yeah. You know, she's been up and down the, the highways and byways. And you really told her when she went for that, like, hat, the, the power pin, like the cocky pin, she had a hard time getting up. Yeah. And that, it's not a slight on her. No. I, I like her a lot. It's not a I mean, I don't like the position she's in right now, but I like her a lot. It's just sad that... You know, they they put her out there, and like really physically, she's the you know she was she was aching to try and stand back up, and she wasn't even a full pin; she was only yeah. kind of crouched. What I would really like a lot is if uh, they ever pay off her versus Aja Kong. Remember that when that showdown? Aja Kong blew her knee. Oh well, shit. Well, that's I read about that the other day too. That's they said that's why she blew her knee, and she had just had surgery. Well, that's sad. Yeah. Oh man. So. Um, up next, we had... Uh, Not the match, either. Like, it wasn't anything in the match. I think she just... Oh, that stinks. Yeah, it is. Um, Maybe one day. JR interviewed Jungle Boy, mm-hmm. whatever build-up. I liked how many times JR tried to correct himself <laughs> from saying Jack Perry. Jungle Jack Perry, but, Jungle Boy. But just said Jack Perry Whatever the time. hell you want to call Jack, him. Jack Perry, Perry Jack. Jungle Boy Jack. Jack the Jungle Boy. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear everybody shaking their heads at him. <laughs> We have up next Jericho versus Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. Ten minute non title yeah. fuckery. Uh-huh. Uh it goes to ten minutes. It does. By no one's surprise. You know why it went to ten minutes? Because it took Jericho forty five seconds to take uh, any bump at all. <laughs> that was the slowest bumping from him I've ever seen in my life. He was taking <laughs> Rana's where he was just like reclined backwards. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Jungle Boy gets the draw. Yeah. I yeah, guess. It was fun. It, it wasn't bad, really. It was weird because. But you know, now it's like, okay, like, does he have stake for a title shot? Who knows? You know, because who knows, who knows what's happening yeah. here? But probably because um, Jericho asked for the extra five minutes, and then Jungle Boy got the upper hand. Jericho just walked away, so the match technically didn't end. Yeah, Jungle Boy, this and that, blah blah. Um, but yeah, who knows. I did laugh afterwards when Jericho threw the temper tantrum, yeah. rips the mic away from Skiavone, and calls him Skiavone, yes. uh, and then just basically tries to suck ass to John Moxley. Yeah, because I guess we'll have whatever next week yeah. or two weeks from I now. I mean, Jericho's gonna lose that title. Yeah. Um, SCU backstage, they have 
mock uh, Christopher Daniels for that Bosch that he had with yep. the, uh, or the Lucha Brothers show up. Uh-huh. I guess that's going to be a thing now. Sure. Is that going to be like the, he ain't got it anymore yeah. story? Oh, yep, that's what they're doing. He botched, so let's oh, bring him up every Lord. week. Yeah. Uh, Great. Number one contenders match. Mm-hmm. Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Chris Statlander. Who doesn't even get an entrance. No. What kind this of bullshit was, is that? This was a wrestler who could not be stronger in the company right no. now. She's beating everyone. She's, since she came in the company, she's winning left and right. Dominant. Looking good. Crowds into her. The buzz on the internet all about Chris Statlander. This is her big number one contender match. She don't even get an entrance. Yeah. Rip Baker gets her full pyro entrance, though. Yeah, she sure does. Yep. Um, did you know that she's a dentist? I, did, I had no idea. Okay. DMD. Yeah. Did you know that she's a terrible wrestler and zero help to, <laughs> zero help to any of her opponents? Well, Chris got the win. <laughs> That's a no one surprise. Um, I thought Chris was good. Yeah. Britt Baker's terrible. Um, I... Th- I know that like the company they tried with Baker. They, they, oh, they're still they still are. I, I I think that they're gonna move. I think they're moving on a yeah. little bit because nobody Man. just nobody cares. Like, you have to drag her kicking and screaming through a confident match. Yeah. Like oh. Yeah. Um. Like I kind of, and see, this is where it's like the the catch the catch twenty two. Like mm-hmm. I liked it. I think they recognize enough. Like. Hey, this ain't working. Yeah, we got to move on. But at the same time, um, I'm kind of like they don't at all. Yeah, you know, like oh, the new flavor of the week is Statlander. Mm-hmm. So it's all weird. Um, I thought like Statlander should have had like a better moment, but this goddamn Brandy Rhodes shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandy comes out. Oh. You know, grabs, mm-hmm. oh, because her mic wasn't working and said, well, I wish somebody would give me a goddamn microphone yep. that works. And then she blamed Shivani for it. Yeah. Because she does not understand professional wrestling. <laughs> she does no, not know how to improvise, work on the fly, or cut a promo. She's just there, and it's unfortunate. I hate, like, I hate to say it. Like, honestly, I don't ever want to credit anyone in this way, but, like, she proves again and again that she's only there because she's married to Cody. Yeah. And it's sad to say that. I don't want to judge a wife on the merit of her husband. No, and, and, um, and I don't think... It... But man, like, she does not get it. Like, that there, when her microphone didn't work and she turned it on, she was like, what'd you do, Skiavone, or Shivani, Shivani, hand me a microphone that you turned off first because you can't stand me? No. <laughs> you didn't turn the microphone on. Yeah. Just flick it on and get on with your awful promo. Yeah, this shit needs to get off mm-hmm. my television because just get it the fuck off my television. It's only going to bring Statlander down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they do the whole, oh, do you want to join? Statlander gives her the yeah. no and catches a fucking high heel to the eye. Yeah, and well, and that's the thing. Statlander's number one contender. She's the bit hottest thing in the women's division. Yeah, so Brandy wants to attach herself yeah, to and it. now she's going to get caught up with this. Yeah. Um, Oh god, just get it the get it off. I can't wait to see who the bald dude is because it's not Dustin. Um, I I have, I think it's uh fucking sinister minister, James Mitchell. I just I, I think it is a little too big to be James Mitchell, isn't it? Yeah, but Brady's not like all right. I I don't know. I think it is. Really? I think it's gonna be a worker. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think know. she's gonna need some sort of. 
heater in the men's division. I know James Mitchell's bald. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I just I think it is. Which would be like I mean if you're gonna all right, I mean stretch back to Listen, yeah. listen. That man used to be the manager for Mortis and Wrath. I know. Okay. I know. I'm aware. And then he was in <laughs> TNA. Oh, I know. He certainly was. Yeah. <laughs> he managed Julio De Niro and CM Punk. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, buddy. It's 2019. Oh, my God. That this show pissed me off. <laughs> Moving on to more things that'll piss you off. Uh, you had Sean Spears and Tully Blanchard. <laughs> Cut a promo looking for a tag team partner. And Tully's just like, yeah, I'll find you somebody. Uh-huh. Uh, next Tully, week, Tully Blanchard, famous. What he's most famous for in wrestling is his promo ability. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He cuts good ones. Yeah. Um, Bucks package, who cares? Main event time. SCU versus the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um... SCU retained. It, yeah. it went like ten minutes, it's a nothing which I match. Al- I always laugh because it's like the opening match went almost eighteen minutes. Yeah. Then your main event tag title match gets like ten yeah. minutes. Like this what? Is, this is your last show for the year. You have a week off. We're gonna see you again for two weeks, and this is the impression you're gonna leave your last match. So the match itself. Uh, it was okay. It was fine. It was quick for a buck match. It was it was okay. I don't I don't think it's their best stuff they've done together. No, it was okay. Yeah, but we're not going to talk about that. We are going to talk about the post match. Uh, the if you thought I was mad at <laughs> the opening of this show, the creepers surround the ring. And throughout the night, we got the little glimpses of like yeah, the, the, the join the, the dark glitches and thing, the website, yeah. Which I think that well, all right. Um, if it was put over on commentary better, it could have worked. I think that they should have just left that stuff at that. Yeah. Why are you doing like okay? Because all of it was legitimately so, confused. Jr. Jr. was legit. Like, <laughs> are we having technical difficulties? So, uh, dark order, they jump. SCU in the box. Uh, Kenny runs down, he gets jumped. Cody and Dustin run down, they get taken out too. Um, two of the Creepers are revealed to be the Beaver Boys. Yes. Uh, well, they didn't come out. They weren't wearing masks. They just had like I think they were, but then the mask got taken oh, okay. off. I think. I, I, I don't know. Because then they get the masks at the end. Okay. Um, what the fuck are we doing? This is how you're going to send your show off into the new year. You're going to have the Dark Order, which, okay, listen, like, you've been building them with these promos. I think you're going in the right direction with that. Okay. I, I get it. But, listen, their act, the crowd doesn't give a shit about. No. They don't care. They haven't. You debuted them. When they debuted, no one cared. When they've been on TV, nobody cares. Okay, like it's like, all right, let's hit the reset button. Let's try to rehab this. These little promos, like some of them have been like, okay, like at least you're giving them some sort of substance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're just going to be like, now nah, we're just going to take them, put them right in the main event scene. Yep. And we're going to take everybody out. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and what happened? Who came out? Cody came out. Well, Cody came out. He and got well, beat down. Well, that's what I said. Cody and Dustin got yeah. beat down. So Kenny Cody's got beat now down. also now he's got this beef, beef with 
these guys in the main event. And they made it a point on commentary to say, oh, there's no Adam Page here. Why would there be? He's yeah. not in the elite anymore. Yep. Like, you you hammered that home. He doesn't need to come out. Yep. Like, well, what's the point? It's yeah. like, that'd be like saying, oh, why didn't Moxley come out? Yeah. Who cares? Yep. He's not in the elite anymore. It doesn't yep. matter. Um, but the crowd, again, just... Did not care. It did not care, and they don't. They this you could have heard before, a pin drop. They don't listen to the crowd. They don't adjust anything. They don't see listen what's over. They just say, "Well, the, we think this should be over." So you guys, we'll just do it until they think it's over, which is a very Vince McMahon thing to do. Um, I just I don't get it. They've ne- nobody's ever received the Dark Order well on a live crowd. No, and 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 that's what I mean. I think it's very in front of a crowd. They're very miss. Yeah. Again, I think the promos, I thought it was cool. Like, again, you're building up. But even, like, pulling the trigger on the Beaver Boys with them already. Mm-hmm. You just had... And putting them under hoods. Like, you, but you just had the promo last week. Mm-hmm. Why are we, like, already? Like, no. Like, let this stuff build. Nothing, nothing builds. Nothing gets time in this company. It just, it doesn't make sense. Nope. And as you can... I mean, listen, like, they had, like... A good crowd, I think, most of the night. Mm-hmm. This is not the way you want to go out. No. Especially, you know, oh, there's like the view and JR. You know, oh, we'll see you in two weeks. Next up is Battleship. That's how we're going off the air yep. is you're talking about your mm-hmm. leading movie for Battleship. Yep. Okay. It's, it's just poorly done. This, like, this is what we're doing? Mm-hmm. You couldn't have said at the beginning of the main event, hey, stay tuned for Battleship. Yeah. Raw never ended with, a, oh, up next, La Femme Nikita. Like, no, like, you mentioned it, like, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's... Yeah. Like, it's it just, it, it makes it seem like, like again, it's just like, eh, nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. Like, nobody, just nobody cares. Yeah. It's, oh my God, what a disaster this whole show was. They're, uh... You know, I'm not going to, I know a lot of people are already like, oh, AEW, you know, RIP or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm not going to go that far because okay. it's still only 12 weeks. But I'll tell you what, after the past two weeks, mm-hmm. I feel like they're losing a lot of favor yeah. with a lot of people already because what, just what, what in the hell are you so, doing? I have some takes. Some of them have already been talked about online by other people. I'm not stealing anything. As far as I know, this is a thought of mine. As far as I know. This little thought of mine. AEW is TNA. There's some good stuff there. You can go back and look at that TNA stuff. Oh, God, And yeah. find good stuff. Of course. And TNA was supposed to be the the, the, the competitor. The one to come and challenge the king. The one who's going to cross the line. Right? They got some stars. They drug in some, some WWE people who don't want to be in the company anymore. There's a few good things. They have some good shows, but overall the creative's inconsistent or just plain weird. Um, and they just overall they have a rabid fan base who thinks they're better than anybody just because that's what they think. And they remind me so much of that era TNA, like years ago TNA. The the yeah six sided ring yeah, yeah exactly I, yeah mm-hmm. it it just it feels like that and it feels like that in a way that they're taking an indie show putting it on TV and expecting that to work. And it just doesn't. Indie shows are great. I love going to an indie show. Same. I was actually just thinking the other day. I'm like, man, I haven't been to an indie yeah. in a while. Maybe we'll go to Sokol's. Um, but, uh, man, like, they just, I don't know. It feels weird. It feels like you, they, maybe they're not taking it seriously. Or maybe they don't know how. 
I don't know. And then to top it all off, I, and I'm going to bring this up, uh, I guess at the end of Dark this week, which or the end of the show this week. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know if we'll see any semblance of it next week or not, or in I, two weeks. I don't think we will. But Tony Khan got in the ring and gave a stunner to Jan Spears. First of all, of course you're going to have him stun Jan Spears because you don't have to worry about that guy. He's got negative heat. Um, but now you're letting this dude who just proves what everybody says about you, or at least go takes a step forward in proving everybody says that he's just a money mark and he just wants to live out this fantasy and he's throwing his money around. And, you know, and I was saying to you earlier, either Tony Khan is this guy who just wanted to be a wrestler and he's using this to live out his dream because he has the money to do it. And he's using Cody and the Bucks to get there. Or Cody and the Bucks are using Tony Khan because he's an idiot. And they found someone who will let them do whatever they want and have fun with their friends on his dime and not have to worry about it. And maybe they can make money. If it's successful, great. But if it's not, they're not footing that bill. And Tony Khan's not writing a, writing a receipt for them to pay him back. And that's what I was going to say. They don't have their money invested. No, you know? no. So that's you know if anything they're also they're collecting a check as a performer and as an EVP. Yeah, it's insanity. Best of both worlds. But anyway, I want to move past this. I'm going to give my bold prediction. Yeah, I was just about to say time for the for your as bold long as prediction. you're done. I don't, if you have anything else to say about AEW, no, just uh, <laughs> get your shit together, guys. And this is going to be a callback to something that you said just a few seconds ago, and I chuckled on the inside. My bold prediction for AEW for 2020, because it's the end of the year, we don't have another AEW show, and we'll talk more about predictions and who we like and what we like next week. We'll put something together. My bold prediction for AEW is that they fold before the end of 2020. Okay. They can't stay on this course and stay a wrestling company on TNT. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, it can't happen. Uh, we'll talk about the ratings later. They're dipping. It's holiday season. Whatever's going on. Million and a half excuses. Fine. They cannot continue. They're going to lose so much of the good graces and the benefit of the doubt that a lot of people give them. That my bold prediction. It's a bold prediction. It's it's a it's a this would be still crazy if it happens. But honestly, if they don't course correct, if they don't take a serious sit down and game plan for 2020, and realize how inconsistent they've been in creative and wrestling content and ratings and reviews and everybody talking about them, if they don't sit down and take a serious look at all that and try and fix what they're doing in some way, they will fold before the end of 2020. That's my bold prediction. They've had terrible shows this year and they're only 12 shows in like the the honeymoon period's over you know people will give that well they're still so young and figuring out their way well they don't act like it they don't tell you that you know and not that i expect them to be like well we're new give us a break um but the egos they have at the top of that company think they're the best will never admit to not being the best and maybe that's the way to do it i don't know i don't think i'm the best at anything um, maybe a podcasting, maybe yelling <laughs> at dudes who sell stupid buttons on Twitter. Oh, um, boy. but like they need to fix something because they were supposed to be the competition and they're not, they're just going to be another push aside promotion. We've seen mightier fall. Yeah. 
you know, TNA was at a point at one time, and what have Dixie Carter, I'm sure, still paying those checks, <laughs> right? Look at the state of Ring of Honor. Oh, you know, boy, is that we've troubling. seen companies with better wrestlers, better product, with more sort of forgiveness from the fans, with more of a history that people were willing to forgive their current content because the history was so good fold and go away or at least drop down to basically non-existent silas young is your top wrestler uh (laughs) statuses right seriously and the thing about that too is like if they fold like kenny just goes back to new japan maybe 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 he goes to all japan yeah he goes to all japan Hmm. right cody does the same thing like those guys aren't gonna hurt no like in the U.S., they are. No, they don't, you know, Vince ain't going to pick most of these dudes back up. No. Um, but, you know, he, Vince is also a guy who, you know, welcomed Billy Graham back into the, to his arms. That's so you never true. know. That's true. Never say never with, that, you know, with him. But, like, most of these guys just go back to doing what they're doing. You know, Tony Khan loses a couple hundred mil out of the billions. Yeah, it's that's not, nothing. That's change. It's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. You know, so, you know, I saw a thing, and this is completely different from wrestling, but if I gave you a million dollars a month, it would take 84 years before you were a billionaire. (laughs) Every month you got, yeah. Oh, God. Every year you got a million, every month you got a million dollars. Every month for 84 years before you're a billionaire. That's troubling. That dude's got a ton of fucking money. Oh, and and they definitely And it's a drop in the hat to him. And he's having the time of his life. He gets to stun shitty wrestlers yeah. in, a, in, a, in an arena a quarter of the way full of fans who may or may not be cheering for him. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's frightening. I don't want it to go that way. Maybe it seems like, the, you know, how pissed off I am. It makes me want to seem that way. I don't want to attack AEW. I want to love this company. They're making it real hard. Real hard. And yeah. I already don't like most of WWE's product. Yeah. So... It's just get your shit together, guys. Like, I want you to be better. Yeah, I think they they need to get over themselves a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think that there's people that are on, or in that company that, for, I mean, yeah, he's one of our favorites, but Orange Cassidy. Yep. But, like, look at, like, I'm not, I'm not saying put the fucking world title on him. No. I'd love it. But, like, I'm not telling you to do that. Yeah. Like, but listen to your crowd. You, you, you listen. You literally ended your last show of the year with pretty much silence with, and yeah, with, just with dead a silence. baffled crowd. And on dark, you had the biggest pop that you'll that you'll get. Yeah, and and it wasn't like it wasn't like oh the crowd's like silent because they're shocked and mm-hmm. like like oh my god how do we react like when Lesnar beat Taker like yeah. no, no they're silent because they don't care they don't care it's just uh, like you said I want them to succeed. I, they have people there that I love yep. watching, and I think it's great, and I hope they make a billion dollars each. Yeah. But it, it's it's the way it's going, like the direction right now, mm-hmm. I don't like it. No, you know, John Silver is a great example of that. Yeah. I legit, I don't know John Silver. No. We've seen him wrestle once in yeah, person, that's twice. It. Super impressed by the guy. Seen him online a couple other times. Legit think he's a very talented wrestler. Let him talk. Like him. 
this week, all they did was bring him in so they had somebody to stooge off into the Dark Order. Yeah. Because nobody else wants to do that shit. Nobody on that roster is going to be like, oh yeah, let me join the Dark Order. Yeah. They were like, hey guys, come into the company. We weren't looking at you, but we need somebody to put on purple creep masks. And that's a shame. Those guys can work. Yeah. I don't, I don't know anything about the, Alex Reynolds, that's his name, right? Yeah. Like, dude, I've seen him a few, but I don't know. I'm not as up to him as I am on John Silver, but sure. the John Silver Raw Dog's good. Yeah. And he's just going to be stooged off because they needed they needed some schlubs, basically. I, th- I think you're going to see, like, another one that I could see, like, them getting is, like, that like that Brandon Cutler dude. Yeah. You know, and yep. it's like, it sucks because it's like, crowd like, I mean, the crowd doesn't know the beat. All they know of the Beaver Boys is they yeah. get beat. Mm-hmm. All they know of Brandon Cutler is, hey, he gets beat. So it's like, what are you going to do? Like, all of a sudden, they're with the Dark Order. Okay, are you going to make the Beaver Boys the tag champs? Right. Like, if are you going to do that? Yeah. Uh, if you do, cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the same time, it's like, the big reveal, it's like, oh, it's those guys that lose all the time. Yep. Like, they don't, yeah. the crowd just doesn't fucking care. It, you know, you need to be able to answer the whys. And they, they seemingly can't. Why is this happening? Well, because it's leading to this or this or this or because of this or because the crowd will see this. You don't have that. Why is this happening? Because I want it to. Because yeah. I because I think it's cool. I think it's funny. Um, it just I don't know the company. It yeah. just This show put me in such a foul mood and is making me really hate on this company. I'm gonna keep watching them. You know, at this point, they're losing their. I mean, listen a little bit. You know, I don't know that. I don't know. After these last couple of weeks, if we weren't doing this show, if I would still be watching that, I would watch. I would read the reviews and watch the matches I wanted to watch. I'd for damn sure fast forward through anything with Brandy in it. Yeah, that, at least after the first twenty seconds. That shit needs and, to just yeah. leave. Leave. Terrible. Get it away from yes. me. We, we good with? Uh, yeah, do we, with we're, them? we're at an hour on the show already. Okay, let's talk NXT, man, because right. I had a better time watching this thing. Yes, even though I didn't finish it the first night because I was in such, I was tired and in such a foul mood with that AEW <laughs> show, I couldn't even finish NXT. Yeah, finish it today. I really did enjoy it. Yes, let's talk so NXT. We're gonna kick it off hot with uh, Cole versus Balor for the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, fifteen minutes. Yep, Cole retained. Thanks yeah. to the uh, little distraction by Johnny Gargano. Oh, you mean they're building a program outside of their other matches? Yes. That makes sense? Yes. Shocking. You um, know, somebody yeah. coming back to get their revenge. Mm-hmm. Who, who'd have thunk? Yeah. I didn't think they would take the belt off Cole just because he's been yeah. insanely um, hot now. You know, Balor doesn't need the belt. No. I, I think maybe they might put it back on him. But he doesn't need it. Him, Gargano, is a good way to go. Because yeah. Gargano doesn't really have a clear picture. You know, he's done everything already. Yeah. So that's a good way to go. Um, and then Cole can get back into that sort of staring, staring we'll down Ciampa kind of thing. Yeah, it's Ciampa, I'm guessing he had Ciampa. Uh, yeah. Afterwards, Gargano just beat the brakes off of Balor with yes. the chair. And, and, like, it was good because, like, hey, he got down and he, like, touched the part of the ramp where he got DDT'd. And mm-hmm. it's like... Hey, look at that. Yeah. Continuity. Yep. We remember things. Caring about what you do. Next match. Yep. Killian Dane. Mm-hmm. My boy. Damian Priest. My boy. Not my boy. No. Uh, Priest beat Dane. I thought it went way too long. It did. Uh, it probably was Priest's best match. It went a minute shorter than the title match. Yeah, that's crazy. Um... Priest got the the tape on his ribs. Yeah, let's listen, it, bud. If you're gonna tape ribs, yeah, 
Come tape, on. You, you tape them all the way up to your nipples with white tape. Like That's white the only gauze. way to do it. And you wear jeans. You wear jeans. Exactly. That's the only and way to do it. you tuck the rib tape into yeah. the jeans. Like, come on. It's not your, that your hard. Your ribs run from under your nipples to just above your dick. <laughs> that's, I mean, right. I, Listen, I've studied anatomy, and that's true. <laughs> I know that that's true. I will show you drawings. Yeah. I will show you on a skeleton where your rib, where your dick is and where your rib cage is. And I'll tell you what, they almost meet. Just Unless you're a lady. Please... <laughs> No, then it meets your lady dick. Please, please don't show me on me. That'll get uncomfortable. Or will it? That's how he cured Brett's depression. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, but... Um, <laughs> uh, listen, Dane, brutal work in the ribs. You know, I like that kind of stuff. Seeing the weakness, just exploiting it over and over again. Um, but yeah, too long. It just went too long. Poor Dane job in this fucking idiot. I think you shaved five minutes off of that. Yeah. Yeah, I would have been like, okay, I liked it. You know you don't shave? That back. Yeah, you sons of bitches down there. That's right. Let that man be handsome. Exactly. You jerks. Next week, we, uh, or not next week, excuse me, uh, they do announce that the return of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Yes. The teams are going to be announced January 1st. Okay. It's always fun. Sure. Uh, I love tag team wrestling. Yeah, I mean, I'm, there's been stinkers in it before. Sure. But it, it, it are. Yeah, it, but it, it's still fun. It's going to get you through a lot of television. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Exactly. Uh, next up, we have Cameron Grimes. Mm-hmm. Crazy looking, Grimes. Looking like a lost soul without that hat. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Kushida coming out looking like a fine gentleman. Oh, handsome. Hat. Handsome. So you got uh, all worked up and you saw he's back here. So little, yeah, little, little, uh, little bit. A little thin now. That's little, all right. A little thin ski. That's okay. Um, Grimes beat... Kushida. Yeah. 14 minutes. This was killer. Solid match, man. Yeah. 100%. This was killer. Yep. I love that, like, Kushida dominated most of the match, Mm -hmm. but Grimes hits that cave-in, and that's it. I'm going to give you... You're done. I'm going to give you a a little line right here that's going to shock you, because you know me. I do. And you know my history of of people I've liked in professional wrestling. Okay. This is high praise, and it's not there yet, but it could be. Caven could be as big as the diamond cutter. Wow. Okay. And is it is it because it's you know he can hit it because you can hit it way? anywhere, <laughs> anywhere out of nowhere. You don't have to be winning the match to hit it. It's not a move that requires you to be strong. It, you know, or like it, it's just a match where you got to be quicker than the other guy and grab it out of anywhere. If Grimes can figure out ways to do it, it's a little awkward. It's a little less versatile than the diamond cutter, but he can pull it off. You could do it in the beginning of the match. Do at the end of the match. You can do it anywhere. Um, but yeah, it's not there yet. It's high, very high praise. I know. And anybody who knows me knows that I legit like Dallas Page. This dude that was my guy <laughs> in the mid, in the mid to late nineties in WCW. That was my dude. Like that was yeah. the guy for me. Uh, I loved him. I still love him. Uh, I even love the it's me, it's me, Dally Page stuff. Um, the Positively diamond, page. The, the diamond cutter, not the RKO, the diamond cutter. Out of nowhere, bouncing off the ropes, off the top rope, catching out of other moves. Out of the fireman's carry. Exactly. You, <laughs> if he can do a cave-in out of a fireman's carry. Uh, but seriously, I, I like that he can hit it out of anywhere and it's unexpected. That's what makes it work for me. It's high impact, it's fast, it looks good. Um it, it just for whatever reason that that thing works. This was a solid match, and man, if Cameron Grimes hasn't 
completely turned himself around and become one of my favorite dudes to watch. Yeah, you enjoy him. For real. Yeah. I really do. I hope I hope that this isn't over between them. Yeah. I want more out of him. Uh, I like Kushida I, I a lot. It. He's still going to, you know, if they go back to the beef with Walter a little bit, maybe. We yeah. haven't seen Walter in a while. You know, he got the belt stolen and the car broken into him. He <laughs> said he hates America. Um, but, uh, God bless you, Walter. But, it, you know, if nothing else comes of it, it's a cool little feud over the hat, really quick. Still gave it meaning. Had good matches. Um, but, I, I mean, I'd like to see more. I think they have good chemistry. Kushida, obviously, is a very good wrestler. Um, yeah, I'll tell you, I even liked, like, they're hitting shit out of weird angles yeah. and stuff. Like, it, it was just, I like that little awkwardness mm-hmm. to it. it. I don't know, it just adds for yeah. it, but I loved it. I yep. thought it was yeah. fantastic. Grimes, I mean, Grimes might be, if we talk about it next week, he might be my breakout dude this year. All right. I, I'm into him. I dig him, and I, I didn't like think that. I would. I would. I made fun of weird Carnival Hillbilly Vin Gerard when I first saw him. <laughs> Turn me right around. See, and like that's see, like I like that because it's like, hey, somebody won you over. That's what wrestling's supposed that's to do. That's what it's supposed to do exactly. Next matchup, we have Io Shirai, mm-hmm. the Josie Joshi Judas, yes, against Santana Garrett. Mm-hmm. Um, fun thing that happened in the beginning of the match, which you didn't catch until online later. Yes, uh, somebody yells once Io's in the ring. Some. Fucking jackass in Florida. Oh, what's that? A wrestling fan and jackass is a jackass from Florida and says some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, go watch the Sami Zayn clip from a few weeks ago where he put that motherfucker in his place for yelling yes. out the homophobic stuff. Yes. Well, this idiot goes. Was that also in Florida? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn Florida. That, yeah. Uh, yells out. Terry Funk was right about you, Florida. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Yells out, go back to China. Uh-huh. To which EO responds, I'm Japanese, bitch. <laughs> and hits a split. Yep. God bless that woman. Yeah. Uh, going up here, yeah, against Santana Garrett. Squash. I'll tell you what, Garrett looked a lot better than the first match that she had. Because if you remember that train wreck. She certainly Nora, did. Like, <laughs> yeah. A lot better. You know, uh, my thing about this match, and I, it was good. I thought Santana Garrett got a little too much offense for what they're trying to do to make e, uh, make EO look as strong as she is. And that was your complaint last week with the Bianca match against. Yes. Uh, well, why can't I remember her name? I don't, uh, I don't remember her name. But yeah. that, like you said, like yeah. not every like you don't need to get yep. you know. Yes. Yeah, have a squash be a squash. Yes, squash be a squash. You know it. It just said in Santana they clearly want to do something with her. They want to see where the fans are with her and everything. Um, but, you know, EO's the star here. EO's the one, especially after what happened at the main event of this show, which we'll get to shortly because we're flying through this show because there's not as much to complain about because yeah. I enjoyed the shit out of this show, yeah. actually. But, um, you know, with the ending that happened, EO can start to get build up back towards that, so you want her to be strong. Like, so you want you want to give me EO versus Ripley WrestleMania weekend? Sign me up. Yep. I'm Let's do it. All about yeah. it. So it was good. It was good. Santana looked much better. So we'll yeah. see where, where they both go from there. But Next matchup, we mm-hmm. have uh, kind of like a World's Collide preview, yes. which is coming up Royal Rumble weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete Dunne versus the All-American Pete Dunne. Noted American Pete Dunne. <laughs> going up against the Kiwi Buzzsaw Travis Banks, mm-hmm. which... Uh, you can tell they're high on him. Yeah. Two weeks in a row, yep. having him on, featuring him. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, I, I mean, I like him. He's, he's yeah, pretty he's good. Fine, whatever. Uh, this went about 11 minutes. Mm-hmm. Pete Dunn got the win again. Yep. 
no surprise. I mean, I know they had Banks beat Riker last week. Yes. Which, like, I think about it, it's like, okay, like, you have to build up NXT. You can't just have these guys come in and just lose. Yeah. So, I get that. But, like, he's not going to beat Pete Dunne. No. That's just not going to happen. Not going to happen. I'll tell you this. So, this is, we just got done watching these because I didn't finish. So, this is where, where I stopped NXT and we just watched it. I watched sitting here. Um, Pete Dunne's a nasty dude. He's gross. He's, he is a dude that makes sure his shit looks real yeah. and disgusting and, like, just a dude you'd hate to fight and, may, I mean, maybe even hate to wrestle because he's just just grinding on you well, I love as like, much as possible. I love that spot where Banks, like, tried to dive off the top rope. Yeah. Dunn just sidesteps and just elbowed him in the face mm-hmm. on the way down. I'm like, like yeah. it just looks gross. Yep. It's just nastiness. Yeah. And they had some good reversals, some good chain wrestling in here. Yeah, Banks held his own yep. for sure. I mean, yep. he's he's looked good the last two yeah, weeks. It is weird that Dunn is going to be conceivably part of NXT proper for Worlds Collide. You would think that he would pull like a Vladi Divac and go go play for, uh, I don't know, Liberia. Where is he from? Close, but you're warm in my heart. That's all that counts. Uh, you know, in the Olympics. So, <laughs> but, uh,. You know, but he's not. That's fine. Well, but damn Vlade Divac. Because uh, Cassius Ono is going to be on the UK team. And, I mean, he's the UK's greatest wrestler. I mean, frankly, they can have him. <laughs> Honestly, you want to put Ca- Cassius Ono on a TV show I don't watch, you go right ahead. <laughs> put him on all the TV shows I don't watch. <laughs> next week, or uh, before we announce what is going to be on next week, which I was surprised. I thought yeah. they were off. I uh, did a little thing with Dakota Kai. Took that gross ass bump last week. That mm-hmm. was disgusting. Basically saying like she's coming for the NXT Women's Champ. So I'm like, all right, hey, that's cool. Yeah. But next week they announced Roddy Strong. Roddy Strong, Serbian. I was so close. What did you say? It was Liberian. Liberian. Yeah. Oh boy. Roddy issues an, o- an open challenge for the North American belt. Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, is that Velveteen going to come back? Mm. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and then they also announced Leo Rush and Keith Lee. Going up against Tony Nese and Damian Priest. Shocked that they're going to do that on Christmas Day. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, it's, I, it's a match. It's, yeah. it's there. I'm just shocked they're having a show on Christmas Day. That's all. I am too. I was uh, very surprised by that. Main event time. And this is what we've been building to for, for a long time. Yes. Shayna versus Rhea. Yeah. Uh, Shayna, arguably the most dominant women's champion. I wouldn't even say arguably. She yeah. has been. Right. I mean, she's killed it. Yeah. Like, they even rattled off, like, everybody that she's beaten. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, she has, she's beaten everybody. just in NXT, or do you think she's dominant in the whole company? you think she's considered I, more dominant than... I think whole company. ...than a Becky Lynch was? Yeah. yeah? All right. Yeah, because Becky's still, like, huge, but yeah. she's not... Right. She's not as much as she, as she was this time last year. I don't think... That's I don't, true. I don't think she is. She definitely cooled down, you know? Yeah. Um, but, like, Shane has just been, like, the killer, mm-hmm. which that's – I love that. Yeah. But. But. Sir. Sir. We have a new champ. Madam. We have a new champ. Do we? Rhea Ripley. Hmm. Beat Shayna. I thought it was going to be Jessamyn Duke. Wow. We had about 20 minutes. Uh, I And I thought about this uh, last night. I was just like, you know, like, when we first started the show and they had, mm-hmm. like, the first showdown between Rhea and Shayna – I remember saying to you, like, yeah, th- I want to mm-hmm. see this. Yep. This is what I want. They did that little first match where it's like, how do they look in the ring together? Mm-hmm. How's the crowd reacting? It's like, yeah, yep. I want to see this. Um, 
Rhea, they made her a star over Survivor Series yeah. weekend. Stock has never been higher. They've been they've been slow building her for a long. I mean, not even that slow, but they've been letting it happen. Yeah, and, and they stretch out over these last twelve weeks. They made the right move. Absolutely, they a hundred percent, no yep. doubt in my mind, made the right move. I think you're. I think that's the end of Shayna. It's almost like they cared how they send home. Yeah, your fans. You look at the end of that show, and. Rhea's in the ring celebrating with everybody. Because people mob the ring at the end of this show, too. <laughs> and then you look at AEW where the crowd's dead silent, and mm-hmm. the last thing that's being talked about is up next is Battleship. Yep. Like, yeah. you know, it's just night yeah. and day between the endings of these shows. Yeah. Um, but I'm super happy for, for Rhea. Um I thought Shayna had such a great run. Mm-hmm. She was such like, like the crowd never got behind her as being like the cool heel to cheer for. Yeah. She was hateable. Yeah. And she pissed everybody off because it was like, oh, she still has the belt. Yeah. She's choking everybody out. She's, yeah. she, you know, she was the one where it's like, no, you can't beat her. Mm-hmm. And I think the crowd was, they were just so, mad about that. You said you think she's done. You don't think they're going to do a rematch at the next takeover? No. And send her off that way? I don't think so. You think she's just going to show up on the main roster and just clean house? I think, it, I don't know if she's going to show up immediately. I don't know if they might take a little time off for her. Okay. My ideal thing would be to debut her in the Rumble, win the Rumble, because the fans already know who she is because she beat Becky and Bailey at Survivor mm-hmm. Series. Win the Rumble. Goes on to WrestleMania, her versus Becky. Yeah. If you want to put her over, do it. If you want to have Becky retain, I mean, I guess fine. Mm-hmm. But then Becky's gonna have the belt for a year, I think, at that yeah. point. But you like, I feel like you have it in the cards. It's mm-hmm. there. It's just how are you gonna how are you gonna play your play your hand, you know? Uh, but but Rhea, fantastic. Um, that is the way that you end a show. So, it, I, I agree completely. I, the match is really good. Lots of back and forth. Uh, Baszler looking like she was going to win. Um, you know, just her just sick, brutal offense. The real stuff. She's tough. She's very talented. Rhea's young, but, God, she's good. Um, and hopefully we'll only get better. Uh, I think it's the right time. You know, people will complain that it didn't happen on a takeover. Oh, you gave away a match, you know. That's that's the thing a lot of AEW fans like to say is, you know, AEW's having a good show. Uh, NXT's giving away pay-per-view matches to beat them in the ratings. Here's the way I look at that. Title changes used to change during the week back and, in the day. And here's the way I look Brock at it. Lesnar. Like, listen, you're in a competition whether you like it or not. Yep. Why wouldn't you put that on television? Exactly. Why are you, why are you going to save it? It's not like, you know... You're paying fifty bucks for a pay per view to watch what right. happens at takeovers. Yeah. It's a net, it's a network. It's ten bucks a month where you can work your way around it. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, like, oh, you're giving it away. You're not really giving it away. Mm-hmm. This is what you want on television. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I saw the same thing. Like people complaining, like, oh, well, well, they had like takeover level matches. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Why is that a problem? Yeah. Like your as long as your takeovers still stay where they are, which it was over Survivor Series, mm-hmm. that takeover was killer. Yep. Then what's the problem? And well, there's the other deal? things you could do to make takeover matches, you know, stipulations and cages and this and that and the other thing to make those matches a little more special. Yeah. 
It's wrestling, people. Yeah, like why wouldn't you want them yeah. want this on TV? Yep. Like you're putting a tremendous product on television, I agree. and why? Like I don't get it. Like again, I I don't favor one company over the either. I yeah. don't want one to succeed over the either. Like I want them both to be good. Mm-hmm. But you have these people that are just either so pro AEW or pro NXT, and it's like. I think it clouds your judgment on yeah. certain things. Like, I want the both to be great. Yep. And don't complain when you're getting this type of stuff on TV. Yeah. So that's what we thought about the shows. What did the people who watched it Ooh. think about it? Um. So, ratings came out, like they always do. And uh, so we got NXT with a viewership of 795,000. Okay. Which is up two percent from the seven seven seventy eight from last week, which was a tie last week. They were tie. neck and neck last yep. week. Yep. Uh, so that's you know that's good rising up. Those are good numbers. You know, I think a little higher than they've been, been getting averaging overall. Yeah. Um. You know, it's still probably not where they want to be, but it is good numbers, and they are going up. Uh, AEW had six hundred eighty three thousand viewers, twelve percent down from last week. So fourteen percent. Uh, you know, swing sort of two percent up for eight for NXT, twelve down for AEW, um, and for the first time since the start of what we've been covering, NXT won the main demo. Yeah, and is it that big of a deal? Who knows? You know, NXT was the twenty seventh ranked show on cable. AEW was the thirtieth. You can argue back and forth if any of that stuff matters. Um. I don't know that it does. I know that since the start, AEW's lost over 50% of their viewership from yeah. week one to week now. Mm-hmm. So that would scare the shit out of me. Yeah, and with them, and I don't want to harp on it too much, but things that would scare me, obviously the viewership. Yeah. Um, these arenas that these shows are at, Yeah. empty. Yeah. Well, NXT has the benefit of a much smaller place. But, but like AEW's out there running these shows, yeah. not filling small arenas. These are small arenas. Like they're not. Yeah, they're like know, small college basketball arenas. Yeah. You know, this is this is AEW's going to come to Wilkes Bear. You know, and uh, WWE's done it. Yeah, done downtimes. There's Raws and Smackdowns. We've there. Been, we yeah, there. we've been there. You yeah. know, uh, Big T and Stevie Ray sued Booker T. I was there, baby. For the letter T in Wilkes Barre, Pennsylvania. One of, one so of the, big wrestling shit has happened. One in of our the best hometown. moments of my childhood. That's where Vince's limo blew up. It is where Vince's limo blew up. It was a downturn, especially after that limo blew up. <laughs> but look at your wrestling history, <laughs> but. These are small arenas, and they're not filling them. We went over the numbers earlier. 6,000, 7,000 a show, uh, if they're counting pay-per-views, whatever. It's house show numbers for WWE. And they're a new company, you know, and maybe it's unfair to compare them, but they that's what they want to be. They don't, they're not in a competition, but the Young Bucks will put out videos making fun of them. Yeah. The Young Bucks will put out videos talking, making fun of running laps as, as losing the ratings one week or whatever. So, like, you don't want to Getting be in competition. Getting stuck in when, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, when you lose, you don't want to be compared to the WWE. But when you win, you want to be compared to the WWE. It doesn't work that way. It'd be compared all the time. And raise your shit up. Yeah. Let's get people in seats here. Well, and there's going to be blacks out shit. That's fine. Of course. Everybody does it. But, but if you're going to shit on them for yep, doing it. Exactly. You got to shit AW on them for, do, for AEW for doing it too. Shit out of the WWE for tarping off arenas. And when AEW does it, we'll leave them alone, dude. 
What's your problem, bro? It's like, ugh. Come yeah. on. If you're going to throw rocks yep. at one, throw them at both. Because they, they shouldn't do that. Um, good for the goose is good for the gander. Damn right, my man. friend. Yeah. Um, I I think <laughs> when I think about them like tarping off all these arenas, I harken back to one Mr. Kenny Omega's uh, speech from from week one of this. Yeah. You know, oh, you're going to tune into NXT and you're going to see the same crowd and they're going to get burnt out mm-hmm. and we're going to be in big arenas every week yeah. and smiling faces and, well, bud, you're not filling these arenas. No. You're not even coming close. No. I mean, when you have to tar- tarp off the whole upper, you're hard cam, that's it's empty. dead empty. The back of the arena, that's empty. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. don't... You're- don't talk that shit, you bud. On the floor, and it's just—it's what it is, and it's—you know—I it, wouldn't rag on them about it, except for the fact that they rag on the WWE about it. Yeah. So it's just—it's yeah. a weird thing. Wrestling fans are weird. We're in a weird state of wrestling again. Again, I want it to be better. I want nothing more than great AEW shows. I my Wednesday nights are filled with wrestling. Yeah. I don't do anything else now. My wife hates it. Wednesdays are for Shouldn't wrestling. Hate everything. I hate everything. <laughs> but you know, it's that's my Wednesdays now. And if I'm staying up to watch both shows till midnight or one, watching these wrestling shows, I want to be happy. I want them to both be good and be happy. I'm with I don't you. want either one to fail. So like, just the, the state of affairs. They really need you know. And here's to 2020 being great. I hope AEW crushes it in 2020. Uh, you know, I, I hope they get better talent. I hope they get control of their creative and sort of long-term some stuff. Who knows if they're going to reset. They said they're resetting seasonally. We'll see if they do that. Who knows? Maybe they'll set a season in the middle of the year and Maybe. screw everybody up. I don't know. <laughs> but, man, they got a lot of improvement to do. And yeah. I'm rooting for them. I really am. Yeah. You know, I hope they do it. As soon as, it, as, soon as they get a good sale and buying that Proud and Powerful t-shirt, <laughs> this is going to happen. But, yeah. man... They, they got some stuff they got to do. They certainly do. So, we have some stuff we have to do right we now. We do. Let's, uh, I want your match from each show. All right. Match of the night and okay. show of the night. Oh, my God. So this is going to be really hard for me. I haven't picked any of these. Usually I have these picked in advance. Okay. Uh, let me let me see. AEW, huh? I mean, it's got it's got to be Butcher the Blade versus Cody and Darby. I didn't like anything else on the show for, like, I actually didn't like anything else. Um. I mean, I I didn't even want... My favorite match of the night is that 30-second spot of Orange Cassidy and Pac in the ring together on AEW Dark. <laughs> there, hey, that's, that's really my favorite that's thing okay. so far that I saw. Hey, but, one, the one week I did it with uh, Janelle yeah. Omega from Dark, that's yeah. okay. But, uh, Matt, I, also, I didn't watch that match, so it's not fair. I didn't see the whole thing. Butcher Blade versus uh, Cody and Darby um, would be my, my match of the night. Or, not match, Jesus. Match of AEW. Uh, NXT... Oh, this is harder. Yeah, because there's a lot of good matches. Good stuff. This is a good show. Matches. This was a fun show. I was a fun. It was a fun wrestling show. It was. So, God, is it hard? Because I the opener was really good, and like I'm a real high on Grimes right now, and that was a cool little match. Um, but I, I'm gonna give it to the main event. Ripley Baszler because they made the right decision. They did it at the right time. They built it the right way, and it sets Everything up. Worked. It sets up twenty twenty. 
for this for what is the best division in wrestling. We say that every week. Uh, yeah, NXT's women's division is the best it's, division in wrestling. It's not even close. And this sets that up for a whole other year. Yeah, it's the right way to do it. There's still a lot of ways you can go with with yeah. players in, throughout the whole division. Yep. Yeah, there's a ton of ways you can go. So that's that, and then. Obviously, my match of the night will be that the Ripley Baszler, and my show of the night, NXT. Obviously, uh, yeah. How about you, pal? I mean, I might as well be Frankie on your shoulder, and you be Coco beware because. Same. <laughs> wow. Same. I mean, yeah. it's just it is like I I I I don't mean to like parrot you or whatever, but like. It, <laughs> it just is like parrot me, brother. It it is. It's it, I, you for, only you only parrot me because you let me talk all the time. That's why. No, I don't. Um, let me talk first. Well, I mean, I show you respect. It's your house. I show you respect. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it just it was. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah. AEW is definitely butchered the blade. Even though I fucking hate. That Cody and Darby yes. went over. I hate yes. it so much. Yeah. I almost went with the opener, but it was just like Omega losing. I'm like, oh god, like you look <laughs> terrible. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Why are you fucking doing this? Mis- it was just basically picking the least offensive misfire. Like, dude, like to me, it, like, like when I suggested, like they could have just done this. It wasn't like I sat there and like written up and booked the territory, yeah. brother. I just sat there and went. Why didn't you do that? Yeah, it's like it's not that like, hard, guys. Uh, and it's, this is an interesting. I think about this all the time. We're doing this show, you know. Um, I know a few people who are in the red. We know a few people who have had some sort of run here or there in the wrestling sure. business. Yeah. Um, arguably, the biggest name would be Mr. Joe Sposto. Um, you know, and the six degrees of separation from there would fan out across the whole world. Of course. But in, but in, and I know a few other people. Whose names I won't mention. Yeah, um, you know more than I. That do. I've known for for a while. Uh, some of which I've seen in a long time, but at one time we're, we're friends with. So, uh, but we don't have any actual connections. No. You know we've never been in the business, nope. brother. Well, well, eh, <laughs> no, no. Um, but like dreams of it, but no. Yeah. Um. Like, there's no motive here. We're armchair bookers, basically. That's it. You know, but we've watched enough wrestling. I'd like to think that we understand enough wrestling to that maybe our, our, our ideas aren't the best. Maybe we don't hit what they should do every time. People in the inside the business a little more probably understand how things work a little better, right? But man, some of this shit, I can make a better story out of it. Ain't that hard. It's I mean, it's head scratching some of the things and listen, like, just because we're saying like yeah. this is what we should do, that doesn't mean that's what no. like, you don't have to follow that. Like nobody's I'm not telling you to do yeah. anything. If you enjoy what you're watching, fucking if, more power if to you. My honestly, if we're on TV, people probably blew the shit out of me yeah. too. But man, when I look at this stuff and in all my history of watching wrestling and thinking about wrestling, I think about wrestling a lot. I've had a lot of experience in wrestling. We talk about wrestling a lot. Yeah. I think about wrestling a lot. Man, they, they should know better in some way or the other. And they don't. So, uh, you know, we'll be back here next week talking NXT. 
Yeah, we definitely will be. Uh, but we're gonna uh, me and you will brainstorm and talk a little bit about yeah some, we'll, some predictions. We'll put some, something together, some standouts, some sort of end of the year wrap up kind of thing. Yeah. Um, to kind of you know fill that little bit of no AEW gap and kind of just really talk about what we liked and what we didn't like and um you know see where we want things to go. Yeah. But uh. I guess I gotta hit the social meds now. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think it's about that. It's about time. About that I mean, time. Unless you brother. got something. No, I think we've said all we need to say. I mean, we uh, said a lot. Yeah, most of this show is me complaining about AEW. But you know what? That's okay. Like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be like like once we're done, be like, "Hey, man, I think it was a little too dead." <laughs> like, the fuck do I care, dude? Like, I, I hey, it's your opinion. I, I have my opinion. Yeah. Our opinion falls in line a lot of the it time. Does. Yeah. Just because we like the same wrestling. Yes. But listen, like, like I said again, like if you don't agree with us, that's fine. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm happy if you don't. That's okay. Like, oh, enjoy what you enjoy. Yeah. That's, I'm more power to you. That's exactly. dope. It's just, it's our opinion. That's all. Exactly. That's all it is. We got the microphones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you're paying to listen to us. No, oh, uh, you're not paying at all. Uh, this is free. Please don't for now. Uh, no, kidding, <laughs> kidding, kidding. Um. Not kidding. Paywall is coming. No, it's coming. <laughs> 2020 paywall. Uh, so dollar a day. Listen, and I don't want to be negative all the time. I want to make sure I get that out there. Like that's not my thing. That's not my intention with this show. But I'm so worn down and so mad. And like it's like I'm a, I'm a parent who's uh, you know I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm a little angry. If you know me personally, I'm a, a bit of a curmudgeon. Uh, most of the time, I've softened a little bit in my old age. But I you have I can get nasty. I get gnarly. I can get mean. Just ask that smart button, dude. But uh, oh, God. I don't even know why I'm giving him that Man. much press on this fucking show. <laughs> uh, but he got me all riled up. And it just asked the dude that put Star Wars spoilers in a completely innocent yeah, conversation. Don't do that, you dick. Fucking jerks. Um, but anyway, until next week, go see Star Wars. Enjoy the hell out of it. Watch some more wrestling. I think there's free New Japan on tonight. There is, yeah. So I that's might not watch the show, but watch that. Have fun with wrestling, because we will. Enjoy your holiday, Christmas or otherwise. Yeah, whatever you celebrate. There's some stuff happening. I don't know when they all happen. I barely know when Christmas is. <laughs> um, I just know it because I'll be working it this year. Ooh, I only know it because it's Jesus' birthday. That's not true. Shout out Jesus. Yeah. So, but anyway, soon to be named Network. Check us out there. Ton of other good shows. I say it every week. Those dudes are friends. A lot of them I haven't met, but Joe's a friend. Todd's a friend. Adam's a friend of a friend. <laughs> so listen to the listen to all those shows on the soon to be named network. That's at STBN Network on Twitter. They'll be posting our show. They post a bunch. There's a ton of stuff. If you want to listen to a podcast, chances are soon to be named network has it. For us, we're at Wednesday War Pod. On Twitter, thanks to our new followers this week. Appreciate it. Uh, we like to get them as many as we can, but I'm not going to go out the cheap route. I want people to actually be my friend and not spam anybody. Aww. Be our follower. That's no. So that's Wednesday War Pod. I think I already said that. <laughs> uh, email the show if you have a question, if you have a comment, if you want to ask again why we didn't mention Kevin Nash this week. Oh fuck! I just did. Got you covered. Oh. That's Wednesday Night War Pod at Gmail. You know, Kevin Nash had an interesting night on Twitter the other night because okay. he was like tweeting about how like 
fucking hot Rihanna is. Okay. And people are just like, oh, Kev's getting horny on me. And he's like, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the dude has a pulse and it's Rihanna. Well, yeah. But anyway, Wednesday Night Warpod at Gmail. Check us out on Podbean. If you're listening to this show, then you already found us. But if somebody asks you, hey, where's a cool new wrestling podcast that I can listen to? Where can I find it? iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and the YouTubes are all out there. You can find us on any of them. I like on it. all of them, even. I like it. And uh, hit us up. iTunes, give us a review. Because no matter what Joe Sposo says, that matters for the algorithm. Get us, you know, tell a, tell a phone, tell a wrestler, tell a friend. Tell a phone. Tell a phone. Uh... That's the best way to get get people to listen to us. If you like what we do, tell somebody you know who likes the wrestling podcast. Give us a retweet. Give us a shout out. Uh, we appreciate all and any of you who listen. The purpose of this show is not to gain. I mean, it, inevitably, we want all the listeners we can get, right? Yeah, of but course. But we always talk about it afterwards. But this show is for us to have fun as friends who love wrestling, who consume a shit ton of wrestling. Yeah. Do uh, we ever. <laughs> to talk about it. And basically try and make each other laugh. Yeah. And support each other when they're having a shitty wrestling night like I had this I was, week. I was, I was trying to be there. I was trying to give you your space last night. Yes. It was a rough one. <laughs> for sure. But that's it. You want to catch me on my regular social meds? That's the Dooge. T-H-E-D-O-O-G-E. I talk comics. I'll probably in a week or two talk Star Wars. I'll at least tell you how I like it, but no spoilers. I will not be on it for the next day or two because we're not seeing Star Wars till Saturday. Yeah. And i got to avoid all that crap until then. Yep. But check me out there. More than welcome to interact and chat outside of us blowing up your uh, Twitter feeds on Wednesday with Rasslin. Brett, where can they find you on so, a personal level? So if you would like to uh, go look at a picture of me and Glenn motherfucking Danzig, oh. uh, which I'm still shook up over because... That's been my dude forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to go uh, meet, see me tweet about taking naps. All right. I took a couple naps over the naps weekend. Naps good, man. I didn't sleep much mm-hmm. <laughs> over the weekend. Hey, put a, uh, we talked about it this weekend. You put a cat in my lap and I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> that could be taken so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to weigh in and tell me if you think I'd look good in a leather jacket or not. Because I'm debating yeah. it. Because I, I feel like I wouldn't. Or if you want to talk about how kick ass the mandalorian's been all right your boy's caught up not caught up uh, that's why i'm not spoiling you my brother tomorrow. uh at me at brett x edge 570 oh, good news your favorite wrestler edge got I, for you know what like on a like a real note that's yeah. insane yeah it's weird like i mean good for that dude but i'm just like scary please like eight nine years fucking get paralyzed yeah, like right? please just yeah. uh, i always thought he was no better than like a upper mid carter but i just don't want to see the dude get no like, i just don't want to see i mean yeah. good for him but whatever I'll, I'll 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 watch when he comes back and then i'll switch channel. sure but uh yeah everybody else though again thanks for listening we appreciate y'all we do i hope everybody has a happy holiday enjoy it if you're with yourself tweet at me we'll talk on christmas if you're with family have fun with them um you got anything else? No, man. That's it. Do your thing. I we'll think, get out of here. I think that's about it. We got an so. extra long little bit at the end here, so Ooh. I got some editing to do. Oh, you do. All right. I do. I'll, I'll, we'll, I'll take us home then, brother. Pro wrestling. Let's go.
You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of podcast networks. Are you recording all this? Yeah, all of this. Oh, you bitch. Did I ruin your, did I ruin your podcast where you started already? No, this is just the test recording. <laughs> um, so it's just been running the whole time. So congratulations, you've made your way onto the end of the show again. Yeah. So that's God. the thing that's going to happen, God and damn it. you did it to yourself. Michelle, do you, you want to do a duet of humping around right now? We could do it. Get up off my bed, save a heart attack, ain't nobody humping around. I mean, that's definitely the end of the episode. We're going to get sued by Bobby Brown. When you trust no, someone. Joey, he needs crack money. He'll sue. <laughs> Now it's definitely the end of the episode. He allegedly needs crack money. Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, oh, Bobby Brown. I thought you were talking about Bobby Jones down the street. I don't know. What? I don't want to get sued. I mean, this is now just the whole episode, so. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this is... Cheers to Bobby uh, Jones. You're, so, like, uh, we're already recording so late that I'm going to be up till like, 2 a.m. <laughs> he didn't love Whitney Houston that much. If he did, he had a funny way of showing it. Um, literally, like, I'm going to be up till 2 a.m. editing the show because I'm going to have to pick out of what out of the last five and a half minutes could I put as a short 30-second clip. Because you both the whole sang. Thing. The yeah. whole thing. 